Thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of this program. Up to 20% illegal immigrants now, according to estimates, Border Patrol. And yes, government numbers, not had any made-up numbers. Uh, in some cases, as high as 20% COVID positivity rate. Um, story in the Daily Caller today. Um, and now this is Texas alone. We've been telling you about the high number of of cases, illegal immigrants in McAllen, Texas, 7,000. Uh, there is KTAB News reporting that ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, apparently in the dark of night, they are flying people to Abilene Regional Airport and what are unmarked planes before loading illegal immigrants onto buses on at least two occasions this month. Migrants later recorded disembarking the same buses, boarding flights to several other U.S. cities. The airport is notified of the flight's arrival between 24, 48 hours in advance. They're not provided any other information. You know, now think about this through the prism of, oh, we have vaccine passports in New York, California, now coming to a town and city near you. You have vaccine mandates all over the place. Businesses, hospitals, universities, it's it's Joe Biden now. Everybody, vaccine, you know, one size fits all medicine, which is a little bit scary in and of itself. Okay, what about the rare conditions that that prevent or prohibit some people? And we've chronicled many of them from getting the vaccine. What about them? Are they going to be shut out of restaurants, sporting events, concerts, regular life living what about what about the cases? If we're going to follow the science, what about the Cleveland Clinic study that says if you had COVID, you don't need any vaccine? That's not Sean Hannity. That's the Cleveland Clinic, highly respected medical institution. Are we not going to follow the science, or we only follow the science when the science is convenient for our political narrative? I mean, it's just so typical. Anyway, quote: "I'm alarmed, extremely concerned. Recent reports: illegal immigrants being released." from local detention facilities in West Texas and then transported to Abilene uh, in my district, said Texas Republican Jody Arrington in a letter to Department of Homeland Security officials. It's my understanding that illegal immigrants are arriving at bus stations, the Abilene Airport and other places within our community where they are then free to travel anywhere in the United States. This, 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 think of this. Let's burden the American people. Let's take away all medical privacy. You know, let, let's go out and shame anybody without any reason whatsoever. Like it's any of your business. Am I, am I like the only person on television and radio that actually wants medical privacy and believes in doctor patient confidentiality? Am I the only one saying, hold on a second? One size fits all medicine doesn't work for everybody and that there are rare medical conditions. The people that have a medical history that you know nothing about or a current medical condition you know nothing about. But you're going to tell everybody that you've got to do this mandate or else your job is on the line or else your life is now you're going to be shut out of regular living because that's where that's that's now what's happening. Except if you're an illegal immigrant, you don't get tested. There's no there's no vaccine mandate. There's no vaccine passport. There's no there's no mask mandates. There's nothing. It's you, let's process you. Let's put you on a plane and or a bus in the dark at night and ship you off to, you know, every state in the country. 
Never mind the high rate of COVID positivity. How many Americans will contract COVID? How many will then be hospitalized? And how many may die as a result of Joe's policies? Because at the rate, if it's 20%, if you just do the math exponentially, you know, we're now talking about, what, potentially 400,000 potential cases. Again, just using the math, if it's 20%, if that number is correct, from the Border Patrol. At 400,000, it's spread, dispersed all throughout the country. Oh, that that's really great. Um, but that's what's happening. That's your government. It was very interesting. There was an article in the Blaze today that caught my eye how the Florida Department of Health is fired back at the CDC late Monday after the agency amplified what they call false information about COVID-19 and the surge in Florida. Every every state has seen a surge. The CDC didn't mention until last week that even if you're fully vaccinated, yeah, the vaccine no longer protects you from getting COVID. That just that little bit of information only came out last week and and probably has not been highlighted enough. The, the, you know, there's always a reason why we do things the way we do things here on this program. And, and why have I been so focused on therapeutics lately? Because nobody else is. I mean, I can tell you that there are elected officials in the United States Senate that I've had conversations with that didn't know what Regeneron is. They didn't know what Regeneron is, the monoclonal antibody cocktail. In my view, humble opinion, non-medical opinion, the most underutilized therapeutic, as confirmed by numerous doctors that we've had on this program, and I have, I have friends right now, fully vaccinated, that are getting infused right now during this show with Regeneron because they contracted COVID even though they're fully vaccinated. Anyway, the White House the Democrats, you know, they, well, why are they targeting Ron DeSantis? Why? Because Ron DeSantis mobilized every state agency and and had to protect the, the high percentage of the elderly population that lives in Florida. You know, look, the places like the villages are awesome. And and those places worked in conjunction with every state agency and and they worked to protect the most vulnerable population. And Florida never had an executive order putting covid positive patients in nursing homes. That would be New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania and Michigan that made those dumb decisions. And they did it almost at the same time. Anyway, and by the way, the, the Biden politicized, weaponized Department of Justice won't do a thing about it. They're not, you know, moving forward on any real investigation. They just gave him a pass. That was other news that came out last week. White House Democrats, they, they've just been trying to bludgeon Ron DeSantis for his leadership amid the covid pandemic. You know, now I've, I've had an off the record conversation with the governor. And the one thing I, I can tell you that the governor is now going to phase two and that is okay now that we found out what the cdc is doing and making sure apparently he had meetings with eli Lilly and regeneron and the monoclonal antibody cocktails uh he's making sure that the hospital system he met with the hospital leaders all across the state of florida uh, are making this available as quickly as possible to anybody that has, quote, a breakthrough case, as it is now defined. Um, now, that would mean, for example, they've been saying Florida recorded 28,317 daily COVID cases on Sunday, August the 8th, this past Sunday. Now, if that were true, that would have set a new record for daily cases in Florida. 
According to the Florida Department of Health, the CDC circulated not just a misleading number, but one that was entirely false. The state health agency said the CDC ended up combining multiple days worth of cases and reported that number as a single day count. Oh, in other words, they lied on purpose to hurt Ron DeSantis. Is that any shock? Now, Florida, now Florida is a little bit of a hot spot, like every state has had their hot spots. By the way, Martha's Vineyard, where the big soiree took place uh, for Barack Obama's 60th birthday, happened to be a hot spot. We've got images out of that big soiree and party and jam fest that took place. No social distancing, no masks in a hot zone against CDC recommendations. Oh, but we won't talk about that. And by the way, any NIH director saying, well, you might want to mask up at home with you parents with your kids. I'm like, oh, OK. Um, so, you know, and, and by the way, what one thing I like about what Florida has done, you can choose in-person learning for your kids or you can choose online learning for your kids. You can send your kids to in-person learning and they can wear a mask if they choose to. They choose not to. They, they Again, that's their choice. And they're letting the parents decide. Now, Fauci, not a not a peep out of him about the border super spreader. Not one word, nothing. I mean, it's such such flagrant hypocrisy, you know, but we'll fly, you know, we'll, we'll literally we'll just transfer people illegally in the country with no mandates of vaccines of, of any kind, no mandates of mass, no mandates, no, no proof vaccine passports needed. We'll just disperse them all across the country all simultaneously. I mean, you, you just even can't make this up. You know, never mind the impact it's having on people's life. Oh, this just broke. Apparently, now I've I've always thought we'll get to this later in the program. Gavin Newsom, the biggest COVID hypocrite governor in the country, um, his kids had in-person learning. Everyone else's kids in California did not. Same with camp. Then the restaurant moments where restaurants are shutting down, being closed, uh, not allowed to have any patrons, but not not but not for him. You know, no King uh, uh, Gavin Newsom, you know, he's out there in restaurants, got caught a number of times. Now, apparently, he concurred with a parole board finding and determined that a convicted killer does not pose a current unreasonable risk to public safety. This guy previously sentenced life in prison for murdering this guy, Michael Morganti, in 1980. You know what he did? He buried Morganti alive. Wow. Anyway, uh, yeah, you eventually suffocated to death. He and his accomplice buried him alive. Newsom decided to accept the state parole board findings, which took into account that he had just committed an incredibly gruesome, violent, horrific murder. Can you think of a worse way to die? Because I really can't. Um, the thing that you're not going to hear that we will tell you is this, because we now have the latest numbers in, and they're not good at all. And inflation now for July Another 5.4% increase. That's two months in a row, 5.4%. Let me give you the breakdown in real dollars because they keep telling you lies. Oh, it's only for people. They're, they're only going to see things cost more and pay more in taxes if you make $400,000 a year. Okay, corporations will take the new tax that Biden is going to shove down their throat, and that'll be passed on to you because of their new Green Deal insanity. We're now begging the, the oil, literally... Uh, OPEC to give us and produce more oil because we stopped doing it. We only give waivers to Vladimir Putin. But if you're a family of, of 
uh, for an American, you make 60 grand a year. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. You got a pay cut just for inflation purposes of $3,000 a year. If you make 100 grand a year, yeah, that pay cut results in a $5,400 uh, cut every single year, just based on the inflation now. If you're a married couple, I don't know, a cop, teacher, fireman, teacher, I don't know, make a combined total of 150 grand. Yeah, Biden's inflation crisis that he caused, that's costing you a whopping $8,100. Maybe Donald Trump's tweets don't seem so bad right now, do they? Inflation continuing to surge in July, but settling close to the fastest pace, 13 years. And it's unbelievable. By the way, Senate Republicans going along with this, I don't even know what to say about these people. But apparently there is a plan to torpedo part two, the $3.5 trillion additional new Green Deal monies. Is it going to happen? I'm not sure. I don't really have a lot of faith in Republican the Republican Party. That's why I'm not a registered Republican. This just cracks me up. I mean, John Kerry, I voted for the $87 billion before I voted against it. He's, he's Biden's climate envoy, emphasizing the need for climate action amid the U.N.'s latest report. Today's uh, report shows we cannot afford further delay. The science has been certain for decades, but the latest report makes it abundantly clear the climate crisis is not only here, it's growing increasingly severe. Well, America's been reducing its carbon emissions, not the rest of the world, and not John Kerry. I mean, I just get a kick out of this. this is an article today on FoxNews.com. John Kerry's family uh, jet has emitted uh, an estimated 30 times more carbon in 2021 than the average vehicle does in a year. And the jet has spent, you know, roughly 26 hours in the, in the air. Look, I wouldn't care. I don't care how John Kerry flies. I don't care how he spends his money. It's not in my business. But don't lecture us on the cars we drive anymore, please. And how did you become the, the climate czar? I mean, it's it's such it's such blatant hypocrisy. So the Republicans um, are nearly all Republican senators so far. We'll see um, at least 46. They need 50 signing a pledge agreeing that they will not help their political counterparts with the debt limit. That could complicate the Democrats' hope of this $3.5 trillion budget. Do we really trust Mitt Romney or Lisa Murkowski or Ben Sass, the jackass? Uh, no, I don't. In the 50-50 Senate, okay, Democrats would need 10 GOP senators to sign on to the debt ceiling increase. Let me tell you what that's going to immediately lead to. Uh, uh, come on, let's pressure Joe Manchin and Senator Cinema into getting rid of the legislative filibuster. So that'll be the next fight that that's going to be. But the debt ceiling is going to cover all things that all of us have been opposing, according to Mitch McConnell. So they got their own thing. Um, uh, but I'll tell you, this inflation is real for, you know, look, most people are not rich. Most people, the people that make this country great, are the people that get up every day, the cops, the firemen, the teachers, the EMTs, the nurses, the, you know, the doctors. Some are rich and the, that are doctors, not that rich after the 4,000 years of schools, residency, internship. And then everybody works hard, raises their kids, pays their taxes, you know, works their 15, 16 hours a day. And all of us are getting screwed by all of this. That's just a fact.
All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Not something anybody wants to see. Unearthed video showing a naked Hunter Biden claiming that a Russian drug dealers stole his laptop. Okay. When is Miranda's book coming out? September. I look forward to it. Joe Biden's st- November. Oh, November? All right. We'll have to wait till November. I'm, all my sources keep telling me there's other other pictures on there that are probably illegal, which probably caused the the the, com- the computer repair guy, John Paul Mack, to go forward and give it to the FBI. I doubt he did it for any other reason except that he likely saw something that was probably illegal and against the law. Just a guess. I'm guessing. What do I know? One of my sources has been right <laughs> throughout the entire Russia collusion investigation. Um, we've never been right on this program, Linda, right? Our, our sources have been impeccable. Oh, yeah. Well, but we'll see. Hell of a job, Mark, about Cuomo. Hell of a job, Joe Biden says. So the Senate Republicans that go along with this this idiotic $1.2 trillion infrastructure deal. Um, okay, there's a little bit of money set in there for traditional infrastructure, you know, roads, bridges, tunnels, et cetera. It's $110 billion of the $1.2 trillion for roads and bridges. Okay, that's real infrastructure. $66 billion for passenger freight rail. Okay, that's considered infrastructure, 65 billion broadband internet. Okay, I can understand that defined as infrastructure, 50 billion for water infrastructure, 39 billion public transit, 25 billion for airports. All right, all all legitimate infrastructure. How is the 7.5 billion to install new electric vehicle charging stations or 5 billion to buy electric low emission buses and 2 billion for ferries, you know, then you got the human infrastructure. And this is where the reconciliation conflict comes in, because Democrats now want to ram this through. And I doubt that the Republican plan is in the end going to be successful. Now, some of you say, well, Hannity, why don't you want clean air and clean water? Uh, Well, I actually breathe the air and I drink the water. So it's in my best interest and everybody's best interest. I have clean air and water. I want all the above. And I'm not saying there's not a role for government to play. I've always been. And continue to be an all-of-the-above guy, meaning I support any energy. But we have it here in America. Right now, we're back to begging Saudi Arabia and OPEC to produce more oil, the lifeblood of our economy now. Because all of a sudden, Biden has realized, oh, the price of gasoline's up a dollar thirty a gallon. We were energy independent, and he's given all of that up. And I don't think it's gone over particularly well with the American people that he gave a waiver to the hostile act of Vladimir Putin and the hostile regime of Russia to build their pipeline while simultaneously shutting down pipeline jobs right here in the USA. I don't think that's going over particularly well. Also, with all the Russian cyber hacking, I don't think it's going over particularly well to give him a, a summit. And we got nothing in the summit. And then America's looking at China and China's saber rattling against us every single day, even threatening to destroy our military bases, Japan's military bases, lecturing us on human rights in Anchorage and and Tony Blinken sitting there and taking it in light of covid. I think they could have very quickly and easily turned the tables on the Chinese government, the communist Chinese. They didn't do it. Uh, And then we're being told 
you know, lectured that we landed a plane in our allies country of Taiwan as if we need China's permission for that, which we do not. And and yet, of course, then the geographical ambitions of China on full display was their attempts now at reunification with Taiwan and then forcing our other allies you know, South Korea to hand over $7 billion to the mullahs in Iran. Another dumb idea, the number one state sponsor of terror. And simultaneously ignoring the fact that Russia and China are arming the Iranians so they can fight their proxy wars all throughout the Middle East, which means the price of energy that we must now import once again, thanks to Joe and Kamala and the new Green Deal socialist uh, uh, radicals, uh, where, you know, is going to cost even more. What, are you all going to pay $6 a gallon? Sure, that's good. It'll force us to move forward. Look, if if you got, I, I have a hard time understanding why do liberals hate Elon Musk so much? He's building electric cars. And apparently he's doing so with Tesla f- successfully. That makes him an innovator. That would be green technology. I thought we would like somebody. The left hates Elon Musk. Well, I'm not sure why. Because if he's doing, seems, you know, like a in modern day, you know, Henry Ford in the sense that he's doing something transformative. You know, Henry Ford brought the automobile and, and made it with new production methods, assembly line methods that allowed the average American to be able to afford a car, transformed America completely. I mean, a real innovator. You should watch the men who built America. It's interesting. It's about the, the Carnegie's, the Rockefeller's, uh, the J.P. Morgan's, the Henry Ford's of the world. It's just it's very interesting because they have this these reputations and it's portrayed very differently in the series. I think it's on the History Channel or on Nat Geo, one of those. It's just and, you know, we need mo- where, where are the modern day innovators? All right. Whether I like their politics or not, and I tend usually not to like Bill Gates's politics or Bezos's politics. Um, I don't know really much about Elon Musk's politics, to be very honest with you. I thought I, I did see the podcast with Joe Rogan. It just cracked me up. I thought it was funny as hell. He just lit up a joint in the middle of the studio, started smoking weed. I'm like, this guy's like a genius. And I'm just very anti-drug myself. I just dead set against it. My own personal point of view um, as I believe it can be a gateway for so many people, and we have enough drug problems to in this country anyway, and I don't really want to want people Americans walking through their life stoned out all the time. Um, but if you take these very wealthy innovators, because they've been innovators in their own individual business ways, you know, the, the, you know, we have this race to you know space thing going on. Well, well, they why not empower them to go out? Let the private sector go out. Create a something similar to Operation Warp Speed that would incentivize the great minds in America, scientific and otherwise, maybe even empower institutions like MIT, uh, where you have the great engineering minds in the country. I certainly couldn't go to MIT. I don't have that kind of brain, period, end of sentence. And and let let them begin the to compete for the greener, better energy that actually works. And I believe one day we will find cheaper sources of energy, but it's not now. And until then, it's gas, it's oil and it's coal. And anybody that's telling you any different is lying to you. The other one that would be available is nuclear energy and and liberals are against that. So there are ways to come up with great innovation. There's there are par- private public partnerships that can 
facilitate such advancement. Hence, for example, Regeneron, hence the vaccines for COVID-19. We have some of the best, some of the brightest engineering minds in the world right here in the United States. And we task them and incentivize them and help them and partner with them. Let the private sector do it, because whoever comes up with that cheap, clean energy that could be transformative for the entire world will be will, will profit greatly from that innovation. And it probably could could have benefits way beyond anything we could even imagine today. Now, will it potentially one day be used for nefarious purposes? Sure, absolutely. You'd have to worry about that. I read, I always loved the invention convention. Now, I don't know when's the last time I've been to one. It's been years ago. I have a friend that was once the inventor of the year. The guy's a genius. He's a friend. And he came up with a way at a high temperature to coat the inside of engine blocks. And, you know, he sells it to all the big companies. By the way, the communist Chinese, forget about, you know, patent theft and intellectual property theft because they romped him blind personally. But it's a, he's just brilliant. And... You know, even even goofy ideas are, you know, I'm like, wow, you walk around the convention, you think, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Anyway, I read this book years ago. The guy passed away years ago, too. He lived in Louisiana, wrote a book about how he felt that there was that the the force of gravity. And this is very layman ish. It's a very layman like explanation. So forgive me for not understanding the scientific lingo that would be necessary but the bottom line and thesis behind a self-published book, which I bought and read, was that there is an endless supply of energy with the gravitational pull of the Earth that could be tapped into. And that would be an endless source of energy for everything and everybody worldwide. And he just had this thesis, this hypothesis, maybe perhaps at the time, any word you prefer, and it, now, could, is that scientifically possible? You're asking the wrong guy. That's not my wheelhouse. But something like that could come out of nowhere. I mean, those that there are people that think that way. You know, whoever heard of a black hole, right? You know, here's Hawkins talking about what is black, what's a black hole? What does that mean? You know, when they keep discovering more universes as we have further reach out into universes within universes within universes. I'm kind of fascinated with all of that. And I think those minds that dedicate themselves to that level of science, just like those minds that dedicate their entire life just to studying something as as simple yet as complicated as a virus, you know, are amazing. And that that's where the solution will ultimately come from. But until then, Relying on OPEC in Saudi Arabia is a bad idea and not recognizing the fact that this is the lifeblood of the world's economy puts us at a dramatic disadvantage. And now the U.S. back begging OPEC to produce more oil to lower the price of of energy is just a bad idea. So, you know, now we got the Senate Democrats. Now they're they're They've now bastardize the word of infrastructure it's no longer roads bridges and tunnels it's human infrastructure and human infrastructure is basically new green deal socialism repackaged with a different name because socialism's a bad word and we don't want people to think we're radical socialists even though we really are but that's what the 3.5 trillion on top of the 600 billion is all about on top of the 1.2 trillion only a small portion of which is really about infrastructure 
I mean, so that that's now what the Democratic mission is. Now, can you count on all 50 Republicans to stay united? I I don't have confidence in a number of them. Can you count on somebody like Joe Manchin to maybe have a little common sense and buck his, his party leadership on this? I, I tend to doubt in the end he's going to be able or willing to do it. Or Senator Cinema of Arizona. I don't, you know, they say they will on certain things. Only time will tell. But anyway, Tuesday night into Wednesday, we saw this voterama on the Senate floor, and senators could propose non-binding amendments. I got one of them. I think was to defund, and actually was successful because Manchin joined. I believe it was Senator Cotton on critical race theory funding. Um, but anyway, it was on Tuesday that the Senate went for the. You know, trillion dollar spending bill got what the 18, 19 Republicans to go along with that. And they didn't hide what they want in this reconciliation package. Reconciliation is the process by which you don't need 60 votes. You get to bypass the cloture process. And that means that Democrats don't need a single Republican, but they only have 50 Democrats and they need Kamala Harris to be the deciding vote. Uh, but in it is nothing but new Green Deal-ism. You know, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez says she's not excited about the bipartisan bill. And Nancy Pelosi, afraid she'll lose her job, is demanding all of it being passed before she has any desire to even take it up in the House. Reconciliation is not exactly certain. $3.5 trillion. You know, what about moderate Democrats? We have a big election in 2022. We have Florida, Georgia. We have North Carolina, South Carolina. You have New Hampshire, Wisconsin, Ohio, Arizona, Nevada. You have every every swing state in the country is up. There's has, has a Senate seat up. The House of Representatives, only three votes separate the Republicans ability to now take over in the House. So it's not exactly certain what some of these Senate Democrats are going to do. Is there hope? Nah. At the end of the day, I just, I always just, I don't really have the hope that they're going to be able to do this. So stop it. And then this is like Solyndra on steroids and human growth hormone. And that's what it is. As we roll along, Sean Hannity Show 800. By the way, I know nobody watches these late night shows. Did you know that uh, there's a funny montage? We have time. We'll play it later. It was put out by Newsbusters. Uh, who's the guy that replaced John Stewart? Uh, and he's Trevor awful. Noah. Trevor Noah. Nobody watches. Like when the guy Seth, uh, whatever his name is, attacked me. Myers. His ratings. He can't even get a million viewers. This guy. And you know none of these late shows do well. Anyway. Trevor Moore, uh, Trevor Noah is being mocked as a homosexual. Apparently, he didn't say it once. He said it numerous. What the hell does that even mean? Do you have any idea? He's, I guess that that will all the love of all things Andrew Cuomo. I don't know. All right, maybe O'Reilly will know the answer. He'll join us, Simple Man Bill O'Reilly. Next, we'll get to your calls next uh, hour. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, if you want to join us.